I want to talk about lazy people. I mean, these lazy, pathetic people that aren't going to work, you know. Um, set through the pandemic and either got laid off or sent home to work. Then you got people who got laid off and just refused to go back to work. Just don't don't want to go back and, and do their job like they're supposed to do, like they owe to society. Or they got to start working from home, and they want to keep working at home. They don't want to go back into the office where they belong. Now, some might argue that if the job was able to be done from the home during the pandemic and be done effectively in so on and so forth, then it should continue to be done that way. And some people might say that if if these people realized during the pandemic that they weren't doing what they wanted to do with their lives and they didn't want to go back to the mediocre job that didn't take care of them when they were working there before and that this time off and this help from the government allowed them to maybe go back to school or do something and try something else that they should be doing it. Well, maybe the people that say things like that are communists and, and assholes and horrible people. Don't don't quit a bad job just because the government paid you to sit home for some time. Don't stay at home and refuse to go back to your job in your office just because it's give you a better life and made things more convenient. Do you see how asinine that sounds? Do you see how stupid that sounds? Yet I hear people say it all the time. <clears throat> we got a local place where I live that um, it's very important to me. It's one of the only places my son will eat from. I mean, literally, the only place my son will eat from. They're not open all the time anymore. We're way past the pandemic. They can't keep workers. They can't, you know, they... They can't keep people showing up. Now, I see a lot of remarks online about people that's too lazy to work, man. You can't get nobody to go back to work. And that's true in a lot of instances. That's true. Now, this place has a horrible reputation for being really hard to work at. Their their pays went up. Their pay has went up. That that's That's true has, but the cost of living has went up exponentially. So all of you people talking about the raise of minimum wage, well, we've had it. Um, of course, the downside to that is it costs more to live than it ever did before. So minimum wage is kind of back how it is. See, really wealthy companies will find a way to equal things out, and they have. Uh, yeah, they're paying you more, but um, they're taking more from you too. So it kind of works out. But the only response online about these people not working here is these people have to be lazy. It has to be the employee's fault. Even though a dude that just quit a job, pretty good job, worked from home job too, because he didn't like the way he was treated. Yet he turns right around and gets online. This is a good friend of mine. I love this guy. I'm not knocking him, but he gets online and defends his same place, saying, well, people weren't too lazy and didn't want to work. Now, yeah, he's working. He's back to work. It's not that he's a lazy dude or anything, but he quit because people were bad to him. And the rumor, the prevailing rumor, and I know you can't always believe in rumors, but the rumor that just keeps going around about this particular place is that they suck to work for. 
but that's on a local scale on a larger scale hear people all the time going man people got to get back into the offices when people got to go back to these crappy jobs that they don't like and didn't want they got to economy depends on it I can't speak for the office working. Now, look, I work outside, and I'm in a different place all the time, and that helps make it bearable. And I don't, I don't know where I stand on every aspect of it because the truth of the matter is, I don't, I'm not crazy about my job, but not because it's a bad job, not because it doesn't pay well. Sometimes it's a little iffy through the winter, but. You know, it's a really good job. It's a job most people would kill for in a lot of ways. The pay is really good. It's not like it used to be, but it's it's up there. It's getting back to where it was. But it's just not what I want to do. You know, that makes a big difference, man. It makes a huge difference. But I understand. I understand I have to do something to support my family, and I made poor choices coming up. So, this is what I do. Could I change it? Yeah, probably. But the thing is, is it so bad that it has to be changed? No, it's not. My goal would be to work from home. There's no way I touch the money I make now working from home, and I understand that. I... I the only skill set I have is applicable, applicable on-site on a job, and I understand that. And that's not wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. There's also nothing wrong with me wanting to work from home. There's nothing wrong with other people wanting to work from home. First of all, in the climate and the economy we're in, it's not a bad idea. You can eat three meals a day at home. You can be there when your kids leave for school and you can be there when they get home, which could save if you got older kids who can, you know, kind of deal with stuff themselves and they can ride the bus home and be and you can be home and be there and they can go do their thing until you get off work. <coughs> could save a substantial amount of money on childcare. You don't have to drive to work, which was one of the biggest expenses I have right now, depending on where I work. Anywhere between two to three hundred dollars a week in fuel. It could get worse, could get better, depending on the place. Currently it's better than that. Prior to this it was worse than that. But when gas prices are better for me or, or gas consumption is better for me, usually that involves a hotel, which is anywhere between seventy and hundred and fifty dollars a night, depending on the place. So, you know. You cut out that fuel expense to stay home, man, that's that's a good it's a good trade-off. What about this? What about you got two cars? Two vehicle payments. Vehicles are absurd right now. So you got two vehicle payments, insurance on both, fuel for both. If you live in, you know, a state like Kentucky that charges you taxes on what you buy and then continually charges you for it over and over again afterwards, you've got your taxes on that vehicle every year. Think about if you did have those new cars, those new cars you bought with that job that you had to go into, but now you're working at home, and theoretically you could either cut down the one car 
or you could cut down to one car for the entire family that's a decent car and one car that's paid off but you know doesn't cost you as much on the insurance you know and, and then you're not dry like there's a lot of to say that people are staying home because they're lazy their quality of life the ability to take your 30 minute lunch and you know hang out with your pets or your family or to do something else at home that you needed done so that when five o'clock comes and you're off work you know you're a little bit further ahead you know and, and you got a little more of your evening free what if you work for a company that pays your internet bill an average internet bill down here for good internet internet that uh, an internet quality that i have to at least have to do my paperwork that I'm going to have to do on the computer after hours for free when I get home from work, it could run up to $100 a month. If you're working for a company that pays that internet cost, well, there's $100 a month gone. But the biggest thing is, if you're still working, you're still contributing, and your company can still function with you there doing that, if your company tells you you got to come back to the office, you got to come back to the office, but you also got to have it in your head and know that the ability to work from home is there and there's other companies that will allow you to do that. You're not a bad person for doing it. My daughter works in her office is like five minutes from her apartment in a large city twice a week. But her job doesn't really require her to need to be there. Uh, her boyfriend has a very good job. It's like she does. Uh, a very, very good job. And, you know, I don't think he goes in the office every week. Like, there's just times he goes into the office. I think a lot of times he's actually working from home most of the week, most weeks. So the jobs are out there, and these are good jobs. These are not joke jobs, you know. These are, <clears throat> they went to school for years and got an education for a reason jobs, you know. They're, There's going to be jobs you can't do from home. There's also going to be jobs people aren't going to go back to. Jobs that people have seen, man, I don't make enough to make it, so I'm not going back. And if I do go back, if they do raise the pay and I do go back, I'm not tolerating shit. I'm not going to be talked down to. I'm, I'm not going to, you know. And look, there's always going to be lazy people. There's always going to be people that really don't want to work. And there's always going to be people that aren't good at their jobs. And that's fine. That's cool. That's going to happen. There's always going to be people who are good people, who are good workers, who have give up. Give up because of the job. Give up because of the pay. Give up because of the stress of life. And they just don't care. But the biggest thing is, if somebody doesn't go to work because they're lazy, or somebody doesn't go to work and works from home because they can It doesn't impact me. If anything, it should give me hope. It should give me hope that if I really get to the point that I just can't do this or that financially this isn't worth it, that I know that it's possible to walk away and things can be okay if I put my head down and try something else. It's a positive for me because I know that if, if I really started now and I had not a six-month plan like I've had 500 times, six-month plan and I'm going to be working from home, yeah, that's not going to work. I had a five-year plan where I looked at possible training and things I could do and to where I could end up working from home. 
and take advantage of those things that I just outlined as like that makes it plausible for me, makes it possible. There's been people that have done it. Like that's that's a good feeling to know that that's out there. It's out there and I can do that. I don't get how the majority of the country, but especially people from poverty-stricken areas, get to the point to where they don't like people for bettering themselves or they don't like people for doing things differently than them. The people beat down the most by the rich seem to be the ones that defend the rich the most, or at least the companies that make the rich rich. I know that because I used to be that. At minimum wage, working 60 and 70 hours a week, used to be the guy that said, hey, you got to outwork everybody. Hey, you got to hustle harder than everybody. Every time they offer an hour, you got to take it. Every time they say, well, you work Sunday, you got to say, yeah. You said, never say no. Yeah, you get a vacation every year, but you don't have to take it. The week of July 4th, 2012, I started the job I'm doing right now, and I've been laid off, and there's been time off and things of that nature. And in that time, 2012 to 2022, almost 2023, took three full-week vacations. That's it. Now, there's been months I've been laid off, and there's been time off. In the summer, when work's good and my family wants to go places, only three times in that 10 years have I said, okay, let's do this. Let's go. I worked seven years at the job before this, and it was the same industry, and it kind of evolved into this job. And in that seven years, the first two years and I think four months, didn't miss any days. No vacation days. No sick days. None of the Saturdays or Sundays that were offered to me. I missed no days. Minimum wage that first year. For most of that first year. I think I got a 50 cent raise in there somewhere. Got me off of minimum wage. Or slightly above minimum wage that first year. <coughs> Started at the bottom. Made a foreman. Made an, well, made an operator. Made a foreman. Made a welder. Made a lot more money. As far as the welding end up went, went from seven something an hour, whatever minimum wage was, to $55 an hour. $55 an hour with expense. The expense of owning a truck, having a million dollar insurance policy, buying boxes of rods, two and three boxes a week. Boxes of rods that at that time were $175 a box and they're now $400 a box. Buying those every week. I don't know how people do it now. Upkeep on the truck, buying oxygen settling, buying fuel for the truck, fuel for the welder. So it wasn't really $55 an hour. But I realized that, and I realized it then. Because once you cut out the expense, then I had to do my own taxes. Ended up one year on $15,000 federal, $5,000 state. And let me tell you something right now. They don't wait for that money patiently. You start paying, and you start paying quick. Not because I cheated or because I'd done something wrong. Because the people that I took my taxes to did something wrong. And they knew enough to cover themselves to make sure I didn't have my receipts anymore. So when I wanted to have it looked at, I would have had to been audited. In order to be audited, they had to have my receipts. And I was told politely by the IRS, probably keep my mouth shut because 
They may have done something wrong, but we go to audit you and you didn't keep a copy of your receipts yourself and they say they gave them back to you. If you don't have your receipts, it's bad news buyers for you. It's going to be more than 20000 I've been the person that whole time who said, yes, let me come out. <clears throat> this is not a brag. This is not an exaggeration. This is me feeling stupid. My wife will vouch for this. My boss, who's now retired, and so I can say his name and you know all that, would vouch for this. His name's Mike. A couple years ago, 2019 to be specific, it was December. I had pneumonia. I knew a layoff was coming. I knew there was going to be time without work, without hours. In December of that year, I missed one Sunday because the contractor didn't work. I missed Christmas Day. I missed one day because I was so sick with pneumonia that the guy that owned the contracting company, 70-some years old, had to help me up a hill. In that December, there was a fourth day in there. In that December, I missed four days of work. I sat in my truck and done breathing treatments. I would drive from the slip that we were repairing out to a little station that had a plug-in, and I'd plug in every four to six hours and do breathing treatments. Not because I'm a superhero, not because I'm a good guy, not because I'm a great person, not because I love work, because that's what I had to do to provide the life that my family had had. I'd already had a really bad experience once, you know, and then I was going through a really bad experience at that time. That was at the point in time, that was the layoff, right after that was the layoff that kind of killed everything. But, or right before that was, I, I... Actually, it might not have been 2019, might have been 2018. But anyway, point is, I used to be that person. Now, there's been two points. That company is sold out. It's got a different name now. And when it sold out, they left me sitting at the house with nothing. No warning, no nothing. And then I came back to them. And then they sent me home again company that sold out. I was a contractor. I was a contractor then. I'm a contractor now. I don't actually work for the company. They never give me no heads up. They never said, hey, this is about to get bad. It's about to get tough. No. Because they didn't care. At the top level, they didn't care. At the top level right now, they don't care. 17 years going on 18. It will be 18 June 26 to 2023. It will be 18 years as a contractor in some capacity for them. Never got a full-time position for them. Been told numerous times you're shooting. Oh, you put in for this job, it's yours. One time, they gave me a job. Wasn't a good job, but they gave me a job. And I waited, and I waited. And then they come to me and said, yeah, we're not going to move that position to this office. It'll actually be in another state, so we can't offer you the job now. It's not because they're 
the people I work for are bad. The people I know personally and work for are the best people I've ever met in my life. It's not because this company has something out for me specifically. It's because they're a large, million, multi, multi, multi-million dollar company that makes a lot of money and I'm just some guy. And so if I had the opportunity to work from home doing something that would allow me to be home, if I had the opportunity to leave this job for, to do something I love, something like podcast or make content or talk for a living or something like that, I would do it if, if it allowed me the opportunity to provide the same amount of life for my family that I currently do. I'd do it in a heartbeat. And it wouldn't be because I hate this company or I hate this job. It would be because that's what's better for me. So if there's people sitting at home right now working from home on their computer, I look at jobs every single day of my life. They're there. They are there. And why some people don't jump on it, I'll never know. Are they the top pay right now? No, they're not. They're much better than base pay in the area I live, I'll tell you that. No, they're not top pay. Talking to people who've done it, man, there's some top pay jobs there. If you can hang in there and make it to that. I'm going to be honest. Like, it's not a brag, and it's also not a knock. Like, that pay won't support what I've got to support right now. You know? If, if something happens, worst to the worst, writer's medicine's $1,200 a month. You know what I mean? I got a car payment that's way more than the truck payment I had because the truck I had tore up, and vehicles are crazy. And I bought an older vehicle at a higher payment for more money, and that's absurd. With about the same amount of miles. It makes me sick to my stomach. If I could go back and do it over, I would not have. My wife, my wife's vehicle. And it is a nice vehicle, a newer vehicle, and lower miles. But, you know, not, it's higher than the Jeep payment she had. And it's not as nice a vehicle. And it's not many less miles, but there was issues with the other one. But, you know, got to be able to get him to his appointments. Got to be able to get to Nashville if we need to for Katie. You know what I mean? Like, there's things. There's expenses we can't avoid. Our house needs a lot of work. It's continual work in progress and there's issues with it that cost us money. Those things, not for you to feel sorry for me, it's for you to understand why I make a sacrifice that I make to do something that even though it's not a bad job and it's, I love the people that it's just not what I want to do. Now, understand this. I'm home right now, and if I was home every day with this job, yeah, there's no, I'd never leave. They could not make me leave. It is the travel I don't like. They could not, this this is a, an, the type of, the industry may be an industry that, you know, I have reservations about here and there, but the type of job I have is the type of job I love and I would do it. And I would like, I prefer to do it for the company I've been doing it for. I've done it for a lot of companies and it's, it's not, you know, it's not this, I'm not treated this well everywhere. But, you know, I'm going to have to go back on the road. That is inevitable. I'm going to be laid off at some point this winter. I'm not as prepared as I have been in the past financially. I'm going to have to do something on the side during that. It will be a struggle. Then I will be brought back and I will be sent back on the road and it'll be a struggle the first month, maybe month and a half. Because if you don't work on the road, you don't understand the expense, food expense, because that's all went up, hotel expense. And, and when that happens, 
possibility for me to make a living that would support our wants. And, and, and that's as much of it as our needs are, like it really is, you know. Right now, my our wants as a family, but our needs as well. That popped up online, I could stay home every day I would. And I'm not going to be mad at somebody that is home. Like, what did they do wrong? I understand the company's getting mad because some companies can't continue to function that way. And hey, fact of the matter is, for those people, it's either going to be come back into the office or find a different job. But you got to know that if you're doing that at the job you're at, that the opportunity's there to do that somewhere else. So I don't fault those people and I don't fault those companies. But also, there's companies that don't need those people to come in. There's people in this world that if you had a company that run and functioned better, made more money, and done better all the way around by work from home, would still want people to come back into the office. Because for some reason, in their mind, in their head, they feel like that makes those people lazy or that makes those people less than. And I don't like those people. They're stupid. They're ignorant to the realities of who they are and what the world really is. And I have no respect or empathy for them whatsoever. But there are situations where, yeah, you're going to have to go back. But don't hate somebody because they bettered their life and it just happened to happen through the middle of some pandemic. It doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't make the mom who used to have to commute an hour every day to and from work, who didn't get to be there when her kids went to school, didn't get to be there when her kids got home, had to pay for child care, had to go do a job that really she probably didn't like for pay that probably wasn't enough. And all the expense, because there is expense involved in working, your profit from your job is not what you get every Friday. It's what you get every Friday minus the expense of what it costs you. Maybe she didn't work in an office that had the ability to have warm food and this and that. So you know, maybe she did eat cold food three, four days a week. But every once in a while she ate warm food. But you know what? She didn't get home in time to make dinner for her, her kids. So, you know, she had to stop and grab some bad fast food. What if that woman now gets to be there when her kids go to school, gets to be there when they get home? Kids are grown to an age where they take care of themselves, so they come home from school, they do their thing for another hour or two till mom gets off work, and then mom's right there. So mom makes a healthy meal, and they eat better. Mom eats better. Mom eats better because every day at noon, she gets to make something at home, something that, you know, it's not fast food, not cold, something she can enjoy but it's better for her. And mom just gained an hour every day, that hour of uh, of commute. And mom uses that hour for exercise, to walk, to get in shape, to live longer. And a lot of stress is gone from mom. Mom's mental health is better. And her health in general is better. And mom has a better life with her kids and she's there for more things. And maybe mom's online job's a little more flexible so mom gets to do not every, but a couple more of the activities at school. See, my kids don't know that problem because I make these sacrifices and my wife is home and my wife gets to do all those activities. Got to do it for both kids. 
And, you know, someone takes my son to school and brings him home every day. Just my wife does, just like for my daughter. Some single mom or single dad may not have that opportunity. They might be the only parent or the only parent involved or the only parent left living or the only parent at home. Now this person has the opportunity to provide a life for their kids and themselves that's better. And you think that makes them a piece of shit because they don't drive to an office every day. The sheer ideal, the office in most situations is stupid. It's a ridiculous endeavor. But it's just the way we've always done it. And if that's the way you want to keep doing it, fine. And if your company finds that to be more economical, fine. We still do schools. We do them in a manner that doesn't work. Teach your kids while they see it. Even though study after study after study says these kids should be up and moving and active and, and, and not sitting. I heard a gentleman the other day, and I wish I'd remember the name because he, he made some really good points. And he, You know, that's based on the old church system. Because schools are based on the old church system here in the United States. And what are you doing church? You sit still and you be quiet. What are you doing school? You sit still and you be quiet, even though the studies show that doesn't work. Kids should, should go to school later. Kids should um, go to school at a later time in the day, but they should also go at a later age. Kid don't have to be able to read by five. There's no benefit to it. Some countries, kids don't learn to read till seven. And most of those kids are ahead of other kids. Our education system sucks, and the way it's structured is suck, sucks. And we've got teachers getting paid way too little money to do way too much. Man, you, you have no idea how many teachers pay so much out of their pockets to make sure a kid isn't left out on something, to make sure their classroom has everything it needs when the budget didn't suffice and didn't make it. Like, one of the worst jobs... <coughs> In the United States of America is a teacher. I wanted to be a history teacher so bad, man, you get your summers off, your holidays, and I would still love that. And still schedule I would like. But the reality of teaching, the reality that you're not paid near enough, the reality of the stress, the things you have to take home, the students you have to worry about, the reality of that job is lost on most people who don't do that job. Because the reality of that system is, that educational system is that it's broken. And I can tell you right now, to leave those kids at home and have them homeschooled, which I don't, I don't want my kid homeschooled in virtual school, is far more financially viable than the electric bill and the food bill and all the other things incorporated in having that functioning building and school there. And if the school system had been on homebound for a little bit longer with virtual learning for a little bit longer, those buildings would have shut down and we'd have never went back. Not because it's the preferred way, not because it's what the school system really wanted to do, because it was financially equitable and it was the best thing for them. That's why they would have done it. But it would have had to come out of necessity. That's what happened to these people who started working from the house. It came out of necessity but in that necessity, it was seen that it was financially and probably spiritually and personally more rewarding. 
doesn't mean that these people are cut off from reality. And then, you know, if anything, it gives them more time to socialize. But I'm going to tell you something about not just single parents, parents in general. Yeah, they talk and go on at work and stuff like that, but that's not real socialization all the time. It is some, and it is helpful, no doubt. I love to talk to the guys on these crews. I've got, like, some of my best friends work at the company I work for. I've got a couple bosses that are really, really, one that's a, a best friend of mine, a good friend of mine. I, I like this guy. I got guys that work on these jobs. There's one guy, Dustin Hoover. I've had him on the podcast. I met him through this job. That's one of my best friends. One of my best friends in this world. A dude I don't go a week without talking to. There is socialization there. But it's not what these these people, not just parents, it's not what these human beings in general are doing it for. It ain't got to be all about parents. I know some single people that have some shitty lives because of the financial requirements of life. And I know some dudes that's got some crappy jobs, you know, because they don't enjoy it and because the people they work with aren't people, aren't like them and impose a, a personal aspect of their life upon them so they don't enjoy their life. So, I mean, you know, work, work in general doesn't have to be more rewarding because it's around other people. And it could allow and it could afford for you more time and more savings to be able to socialize in an environment you want to socialize in. You don't have to agree with anything I said. And you don't have to think I'm right. It's okay. I'm wrong all the time. The one thing I'm positive I'm not wrong about is you don't have to get mad that other people made a choice that's better for them. Especially if that choice doesn't affect you. If people are lazier and they're not doing anything, then that opens up more jobs for you, more opportunities for you. Go take those jobs. But understand this, if that job's so bad and the pay's so bad and the job's so shitty and everything's so bad about the job that you don't want the job, then what kind of butthole are you for being mad at those people for not working that job at that pay under those conditions? Are they less than you? Does that require them to do the job and not you? No. But if those people are maybe making more than you at home, not having the expense of travel and the requirements of an office, don't hate them. Ask them how they done it. Try to do it for yourself. Unless it's just not what you want. And if going into that office every day makes you feel better about you, then do it. But worry about feeling better about you, not feeling bad about other people. It's the one part of human existence I don't understand. And I see it, I see it in people I love, I see it myself sometimes. It is natural for some reason to our species. Somehow we think feeling bad about what other people do will make us feel better about ourselves. And sometimes there are situations where that's true on the outside. If you go out and work hard, hard every day at a job and you never miss and you do those things, someone else in your mind has a little easier road and they work from home and they do these things and blah, 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 and you're mad at them because they're too lazy to go out. No, you're mad at yourself. 
Paint yourself because you don't want to be out there. Paint yourself because as I said here today, getting ready to start work as soon as the sun comes up, it's 27 degrees and I don't want to be out in it. Maybe you don't want to be out in it either and you're mad at yourself. Mad at yourself for the sacrifices you're making. That doesn't mean the person sitting at home did something wrong. It means you don't feel like the sacrifices you're making are for something that you care enough about to make those sacrifices for. I don't want to get out in 27 degree weather and walk and GPS this line. I don't. Not because the job sucks or this or that. Because let me tell you something right now. If it was July and it was about 8, 9 in the morning and still kind of cool. And, oh, man, this is one of my favorite parts of the job. But it's cold and it sucks. But it's not going to take me long. And I'm lucky I get paid to do this. Because I don't want to sit in an office. And if I was sitting in an office every day doing what my bosses do, one, the mental stress and the mental part of that is a lot harder than what I got out of here. And two, wouldn't be happy. Not as happy as I am out here. Now, would I be happier at home working? I think so. But, would I be willing to sacrifice this job for that job in order to be home and not travel? Yes, I would. I don't always love what I do, and I don't always hate it. But it's what I do, and it's how I do it, and it's what I chose. At the end of the day, that's all that can concern me. If you're at home, and you're working from home, and you're making a living, and you're happy, then I'm happy for you. And I don't have any right to be any other way but happy for you because there's nothing there to cause me any negative feelings towards you. You did nothing wrong. Now, if you quit your job because they weren't good to you and you've gone somewhere else and that shuts that business down for a day, a week, a month, whatever, because a lot of people done it or, or whatever the case may be, I'm mad at you happy for you. I'm glad you got into a better situation and there's nothing there to regard me being mad at you. Now, some people won't contribute. Some people, this doesn't apply to them at all. They just will not work and they'll suck and they'll take and they'll do everything they can to feed off other people. And they don't care. They don't care if you like it, if you don't like it. They don't care if their family does or doesn't get to do the extra things. They don't even care if they get to do the necessities because they've probably figured out a way to have somebody pay for their necessities. That's a different type of person. That's a lazy person who doesn't contribute and really is just selfish. That's what that is. And I don't hate them. I don't hate them. The energy in hating them, one, that's energy I could put into finding a way to do something I like better or differently. And two, what value is it in, in hating them to bring something negative into my life because they can't bring something positive into their life? Feel bad for them, man. Feel really bad for the people around them. And they used to not be that way. You know, I'm not going to take that seven days a week right now if I don't have to. No way. 
I'm not going to work those holidays right now if I don't have to. No way. Take a little extra work when I can get it, when I know, you know, layoff or something's coming up. I'll put a little more money in savings than I used to. Yeah, I'll make sacrifices, but I won't make the sacrifices I used to make. <coughs> but I feel sorry for those people, man. I have empathy for them. Especially the people around them. Because they're just existing. Maybe their existence, though, is more joyful than ours and we don't realize it. Maybe they've learned to live with less and they like it that way because I've always talked about minimalism and, and things like that. Or maybe it's a completely different animal. Maybe they, I don't know. And, and that's the important part. That's the most important part to admit is I don't know. But I know for sure. That 40-year-old me, unlike 20-year-old me, can't get mad at them for the life choices they made. They were their choices. I can get mad if it negatively affects a kid. Because I don't like that. I can get mad if it negatively affects somebody I care about. Because, I mean, that at least has some tie to me. But some random person that decides to not contribute, I can't get mad at. Man, that's on them. That's their deal. That's a weight I don't need to carry. There's enough weight in life. Anger's one of the heaviest ones. I don't have to carry it for somebody I don't know that doesn't impact me. But that person that decided to work from home and do better for their family and, and change their life and be happier, the only way I could be mad at them is if I was just an asshole. I don't want to be that. I get accused of it, and I'll admit openly, sometimes I am that. I really am, and I don't like that about myself, and I try to work and change it. This is one instance I can make that choice, and that's not who I want to be. Don't suck. Don't die. Don't get mad at people for bettering themselves, and don't get mad at people who don't help themselves. Worry about bettering yourself and helping yourself so that you, in turn, may be able to help others later. And be good to people.